What's that face, Adina? You have Veronica Mars on in the background. <laughs> it's giving me life. Yes, I was watching a little Veronica as uh, I was prepping for today's podcast and right before you walked in here. Hi, everybody. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing all right. No, I'm doing good today. The sun is lovely. You have great energy about you today. Oh, thank you. Actually, you. you seem a little bit rejuvenated, a yeah. little lighter. I, this, we have acknowledged this has been a rough week for me. And like Friday started to feel a little better and Saturday even a little bit better. But today feels like better. Also, have accomplished something already today. I did my laundry. Fantastic. Yeah. I, because I was going to ask you next, what do you think has contributed to this up? I did uplifting? something today. I did my hair and my makeup. I think I think that um, helps me more than I realized how much... What? Putting on my makeup, doing my little morning routine, doing my hair, putting on an outfit. Uh, I think that's going to become more consistent. It might not happen till later in the day, but I'm going to get ready. I, I, for me, that totally works. I yeah. enjoy putting on, I mean, have sandals on, but I have something on my feet. I have jeans on, a t-shirt yeah. on. I've done the whole shower thing. For me personally, that very much helps. But I also totally get the staying in pajamas thing. Yeah, I've been feeling torn, but I put on an outfit. I did my laundry. I put on an outfit today. I have a few fun things planned for the rest of the day. Ooh, like what? I mean, I'm going to bake something. Banana bread or scones or something. And then for our dinner, we're going to have leftovers, but I will make fresh Yorkshire puddings, which are these like popover roll type things. Honey, last night's meal was Banging. I think it, it was, was my so favorite good. meal so far. So good. And then it was topped off by us getting sucked into watching two, two episodes, episodes of Making the Cut. Is anybody out there watching? Honey, do it. The drama is for real. The ruthlessness is for real. I am living for Naomi Campbell. Oh, yes. She is giving me so much life. I have to tell you, it is... Okay, Making the Cut is a new fashion show on Amazon with Heidi Klum and Tim Guns as the co-hosts. Who we love. Who we love. And they've had, they've known each other, they said last night, for 16 years from Project Runway. So they have a such strong dynamic. They've assembled a strong team of designers, both as personalities and as designers. And the team of judges, the panel of judges, Naomi Campbell, Nicole Richie, and... I don't remember the other. Altazara. Altazara. But also the former, um, excuse me, editor in chief of uh, Paris uh, Vogue. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. French Vogue. French Vogue. French Vogue. Yes. So it is like top, top, top people. Judges. Yeah. It's really impressive. It's on Amazon Prime. Highly recommend watching it. And it's released every Friday. And what I really love about this show is that it is doing a much better job of putting the the setting that they are in is much closer to real life. Tim Gunn said in one of the first episodes, this is not a sewing challenge. This is a design challenge. Yes. So every evening they have to cut out, prep, and put together a tech pack for a stitcher that comes in the evening who What's will then a assemble. A, a tech pack, Adina. <laughs> a tech pack is... Um, 
Tech pack is really more in the fashion industry. I don't deal with tech packs personally. Uh-huh. But in the fashion industry, a tech pack is basically a set of instructions that tells the, the, the manufacturer or the stitcher exactly how everything needs to happen, how wide the buttonholes need to be, where they need to be uh, placed, what kind of so inner linings that need to happen in it. All the details. So it's an instruction manual for putting the garment together after these contestants, designers, have designed it. Correct. Highly recommend. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely a out. recommendation of today. Yeah. How was your morning? My morning was... my. Oh, my morning was busy. So You are all of a sudden very busy, yes. sir. Yes. So, honey, mama's got to make some coin. She needs to be able to pay rent, buy groceries, pay her bills. Pretty much overnight, one of my friends has become this mask manufacturer he's gotten almost 200 orders which is incredible but there's no way he can he can accommodate that and so i have we have teamed up and joined forces and so i am now prepping and writing out envelope labels and doing all these things and i'm about to hop on my machine after this and start sewing like a little crazy person because uh, uh we got we got a lot of orders which is great and hopefully mama can pay her rent so uh yeah that's what i've been doing this morning it's just Prep, 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 prep. So for... we're going into mask making mode. Oh, we are going into heavy mask making mode. What? Should this take us straight to... This is not the order we agreed on when we talked before. But since this conversation is so relevant, should we hop straight to our first email? What is... What is I don't even know what that one's about. Oh, 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 yes. Oh, now um, I understand. Okay. I'm, so I'm now sorry, our I'm trying making... to make a live segue here. <laughs> yes. Okay. So today's subject is... Emails. Yeah, some of you listeners out there have sent us some lovely emails. Keep Are, them coming. Keep them coming. We'll do this periodically. We're going to read for you. And also, in a weird way, for, for me, this email, for some email I'm going to read, came in pretty early on. And to look at some of the change in our current situation and the explosion of your friend's mask making company. Yeah. Um, this is relevant. So this email is from Amanda. And... It goes, okay, so firstly, I appreciate you taking the time to share joy. I can hear your smiles through the phone. Thank you. I have watched Drag Race a few times, but it's been a while. It has mostly been Cars and Princess movies lately. Frozen 2 was just added to Disney+. Plus. I liked it the first and second time. Now, not so much. Life has changed a lot. Kids are suddenly home. I have four kids, and my husband's two youngest are with us half the week. That is six kids attend that attend two different schools and are in five different grades i've cried a lot and i laugh at inappropriate times because what else can we do (laughs) so and here's where i bring up masks here's a question from amanda what is your opinion on wearing a mask the cdc says it is not helpful unless you're sick but amanda works at a women's shelter and people are coughing um and I, and then her last sentence is about wearing her glasses instead of her contacts. Um, glasses seem like a smart choice. They'll also, also stop you from touching your eyes mm-hmm. if your contacts get irritated. And I think this is an interesting... This email is from March 23rd. And since then, the CDC has advised that you, people should wear masks in public. So there's... I wouldn't have felt comfortable answering your question before because we were getting so many different news sources. But lately, the recent advisement is to wear masks in public. 
which quite frankly, in my opinion, and granted, I am no scientist, I'm no doctor, I'm no nothing. It just seems kind of common sense to, or, or it seems like a, a not unnecessary precaution that one can take to just wear a mask. Because at the end of the day, if anything, it is it will benefit rather than hinder Absolutely. your one's health and the health of those around you as well. I am no expert, so I didn't have a strong opinion. But now the CDC is telling us that's what we should do. That's the choice we should make. So that's kind of as official as it can get. So I will take a mask when we go out into the world. So Amanda, there's your answer. <laughs> Wear those masks. And buy one from... Masks by Lou. Yeah, masks days. by Lou. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you can place an order now, but it might take a few extra, a couple extra days to get to you. Also, six kids, girl. Ooh, I, my girl. heart goes out to you. I love children. I really do. I'm not sure that I want any of my own, but that that is a lot, and them all being home. Well, I'm assuming they're home. Yeah, and school is fluctuating close. between four and six kids. Yes, that's that's tough. I send you my love, appreciation, and some strength. Um, and since she appears to have Disney Plus, what's your Disney Plus recommendation? Get the kids to watch it. Oh, okay. So I yes, I have a Disney Plus recommendation, and it is the movie Jungle to Jungle with Tim Allen and Martin Short oh. and Sam Huntington. Have you have you seen this movie? No, I did oh not mean God. to jump to your recommendations, but I just thought it fit here. Oh well, no, that's totally fine. I mean, there's my recommendation. If you haven't seen it, okay, maybe we need to watch it one night. It is a classic. It is fabulous. It's also old school New York. All right. You get some great old school okay. New York shots. We're gonna so have we're going to have to watch, watch it. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think my, I, I always go with Mulan. It is my favorite Disney movie. So I hope your kids have seen it and love it and get a little badass dose of Mulan. I do love Mulan. I also really like Hercules. Oh, my God, yes. The music in that is inc- fabulous. It's coming to Broadway. Okay, I've heard that rumor no, 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 for, for a real, long though. time. Okay, it so, is? Because there was a version they produced through the public theater. Alan, oh. Alan Menken literally just spoiled it. Like, he was on some <gasps> Live at Five interview, and he, like, let it slip. Oh, my God. Like, oh, what are you working on? Oh, Hercules? He just let it slip. I mean, we kind of knew because the run at the public was so successful. Okay, like I'm here for this. Yeah, so the team came back together and dipped their toes in the water for this 90-minute version at the public. Do you know who the costume designer is for that one? I. It was Andrea Hood at the public. She always does the public work shows at the okay. public. Okay, I know the name. I'm not familiar She's with She's relatively her work. young. She's a okay. relatively new yeah. young designer. She's fabulous. I hope she gets the opportunity to do the Broadway version because... What a launching pad, you know? I mean, that would that would be great. Why not, right? All right, so our next email is from... Oh, who is this from? James. Hello, James. He writes, Hi, guys. It's your biggest fan. I just wanted to say I adore you both. I love the dynamic and your, uh, your dynamic and cheerful demeanor during this crazy time. As to my love life, I am a single dad currently going through a divorce. However, recently I have started to venture back into the world of dating. As a 30-year-old bisexual man, this has been interesting to say the least. Online dating is atrocious. I went through a few potentials in the past few months and they all ended in disappointment. Until I met V. 
It all started one night when I was sitting in a bar in my neighborhood here in Cincinnati. I was just having some pub food and drowning my sorrows when I suddenly caught eyes with this incredible human. We started chatting, as one does with any attractive bartender, and the next thing I know, it was 1 a.m. I was hesitant about asking her for her contact info, but realized that not asking only leads to a definite no. So she gave me her number, and just like that, things took off. We have been seeing each other pretty consistently for about three months, and things just keep getting better. Now I find myself at a point where I can't help but feel like we have to make a decision about whether or not to really allow each other into our lives in a deeper way. It is complicated because I have a kid that I am trying to protect from confusion. He is four and probably can't grasp the full scale of what is going on. What do you guys think? Should I keep her at a distance in order to protect my son, or do I bring her in closer and try to incorporate her into our lives in a more meaningful way? With love, James. P.S. Crystal Method is totally going to win. <laughs> yes, another Crystal Method I love fan. the Crystal Method fan. Yes, I love yes, the support. Yes, yes. I'm not sure that Crystal Method is going to win. However, we're still going to love her anyway. We're still going to love her anyway. Okay, let's talk about this email. Lots to unpack here. Lots First to off, oh, maybe you can speak more about this if you want to. Okay. As you are a human of, who has of divorced parents. Uh, yes, oh, exactly. I see. And okay. I am not. Oh so, God. I don't I don't know if you have any insight from your Experience. Also, if you don't want to share anything, that's totally fine. If we want to just skip over this and not. No, I think that. that's an interesting question. I'm not sure I have a great insight. Okay. Um, Because the partners of my parents who I have met, one is my stepmom, who I met, I think, when I was about two, maybe a little younger. I'm going to get corrected. <laughs> Hi, Anu. Um, they, it's like since I was two. So there's never been... So she's been your stepmom yeah, from a my very, from, very young age. Yeah, okay. And whereas the people my mom dated, it was a little bit different, and it was a compli- I like it was a complicated thing for me as an emotional only child. I never, I was not thinking about it from the perspective of the kid, but that's who needs to be centered in this quandary. Yeah. But I think it's, but I think my answer, my advice in this moment remains the same: is you have to talk to each other, because like she's making a choice about being in this kid's life. If they decide to move forward. Yeah. When I was reading it, and you jump in at any yeah. time here, please. My thoughts immediately went to, okay, this is a multi-relationship, multifaceted situation. Yeah. V needs to understand what they are coming into. Uh-huh. And is that something that they want? Uh-huh. And something and a responsibility they yeah. want to take on. Yeah. As well, I don't think there is any good in sort of trying to shield the child from human interactions. Yeah. I think there is is a level of protection that must be yeah. must be kept, but at the same time People are human. This is like, don't... Yeah, I think I know what you're trying to say. I find it very challenging to give parenting advice because I'm not a parent. I think what I took from my own experience, I was an only child. Mm -hmm. Well, so was he. Yeah, yeah. Who didn't really understand the way... I was was an envious only child of my mom's attention shifting, even though that's Mm. like insane. That's not insane. You're a child. I mean, I'm a child. I didn't know any better. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's not. Ins- I don't think that's insane not, at all. It's not insane. That's but natural. like that was my, 
and it came out in a lot of bad ways mm. or not bad ways but it came out for me in like not great behaviors if you were to have the opportunity to go back in time and say hey mom maybe we should try this or do this differently in 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 relation to James's situation i honestly think and this is this is like a pretty serious thing because my mom and I were so close. It felt like there were times where she was hiding it from me. Which goes back to... And that goes back to a lot of the problems my mom and I had later in life too. Oh, okay. Um, I think if there had been a real openness and honesty and like probably more clarity i know my mom was doing her best but if there had just been more communication and openness and on a much more consistent way specifically about that i think my understanding about this person who was coming into our lives would have been different well i think that's our answer right there was that a good answer i think that's a very honest answer which to me equals a good answer that makes total sense to me I don't have the same perspective yeah. and worldview and experience as you do. Yeah. So I can only say so much. But from an outsider perspective, my answer to James would be, be open about it. Yeah. As long as V knows what they're signing up for yeah. and is willing and is up for that responsibility, just be open. Yeah. And the, I mean, the reality is, is like looking back, I not consistent, but I still do have a tangential relationship to my mom's first partner. I mean, it's, very tangential. Right. And mostly through social media and all that. But it's there still. Yeah. So I think that says a lot, despite the fact that they kind of went through all of this. My mom and I have resolved and moved past it by finding openness later in life. Right. Um, that makes, as an outsider, that makes sense. Yeah. And I guess I've never really thought about it so wholly as mm. such an individual, like as such a specific situation. Until you, you, I, yeah. I appreciate the questions and I appreciate the ability to like think about and look at my life like that. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So anyway, James, there's your answer. I hope that was helpful. And I hope it's a beautiful relationship for you and V together and V and your son together and all three of you together. Because that could be something really beautiful if it's what you decide and works for you. Am I going next? next? Another letter about love, I think. Oh, yes, it is. Okay, great. So this one is from Nick. And he writes, Hi, friends. Loving the podcast. Keep up the good work. I'm bored and figured I would write in to tell you my adventures in quarantine dating. Hmm. (laughs) Sounds familiar. Backstory. I've been traveling for a few months and have just returned to the U.S. due to the outbreak and pending work things that are now perhaps canceled. Regardless, with the amount of planes I had taken in the seven days prior to arriving stateside, I decided it would be best for me to undertake a self-imposed quarantine to ensure that I wasn't carrying anything along with me. This is a bit different than social distancing and that I am really not supposed to interact with anybody at all. So, I matched with a boy on Tinder. He seems nice enough. We decided to have a FaceTime date due to current circumstances. And while I won't get into the details of the date myself, I thought I might provide some feedback in virtual dating. One, 
it was oddly normal. I think he and I are both good conversationalists, so it wasn't awkward at all. I can imagine if someone was awkward or uncomfortable with the technology that it might be challenging, especially if there aren't environmental conversation or yeah, environmental conversation topics for people to grab onto. Two, how long does this go on? How often do we chat via video? What is normal here? Obviously, if this were the real world, we might wait a few days or even a week before seeing each other again. But what is the precedent here? That almost seems too long. I don't want this to turn into a purely texting relationship. Three, in episode 10, you mentioned that the physical aspect of the date isn't there. Obviously. Now, what if I find I'm not physically attracted to him? But we have built this emotional relationship. Like, by removing the physical aspect of dating, it creates this vacuum effect where I fill in the blank in my mind with what I want it to be, which is concerning because that isn't what it is in real life. I don't know. These are thoughts on a treadmill at this point. Anyway, keep up the amazing work. You're giving me something to look forward to every day, and it is much appreciated. All the love and health, Nick. Okay. Ooh, I have some Lots, thoughts. I'm sure you do. Adina, you want to just start us off there? <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go question by question. Okay, let's go. Because I have done the same thing. I have matched with some lovely people on various apps. We text. It's adorable. I'm glad you're... It was oddly normal. I like that, like, use of language. But that is not how I have felt. You enjoy or you appreciate being able to pick up on the physical signs yeah beyond just yeah the words and i didn't think that was necessarily i did not i don't think i realized that as clearly but i also like doing things so it feel it feels odd to me to just be sitting in front of a camera but luckily nick for him it did not it which did is not. wonderful so, so that's great i love that um your second question or do you have no oh, go for it okay no. the second question is how long well, how long does this go go on, and how often do you video chat? Like, what level of communication is normal? And I have no idea. I'm trying to figure it out. I've been doing about twice a week and texting a little bit every day. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there and interject with this whole notion of normality. Out the fucking window. Out the window. But beyond that, you and I have touched on this before. Yeah. But... Every human is different. Yeah. And therefore, every relationship is different. Yeah. It sometimes frustrates me when people go, oh, this is not normal or whatever. What is normal? Everybody has their own set of rules and standards and relationship compass and ways of operating within each each other. So this idea of normalness, that's up to you guys. Every every human is different. I mean, yeah, different. every human is different, but there's what I'm struggling with, struggling with is there's like none of the typical things to gauge off of. Uh, are you talking in terms of like the actual physical, like, like the being way able to a, read somebody physically? Re- the way a relationship might develop, like a first kiss, like a commitment to a going out on a second date. Like, Mm. you know, like none of those things like, oh, if we agree to go on a second date and make plans, like I know you're interested in spending more time with me. So now we've jumped back into the context of our current worldwide situation and and, and virtual dating. Right. Okay. My answer to you is. Who knows? Well, I, yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that's my answer. That is my answer to number. I mean, these to, are all good questions. To Nick's but, second question. Who knows? 
But I don't think that we, we being the proverbial we, should worry about it. Let's just let it be. Let it be. Yeah. And, you know, we'll figure it out. And hope that whoever's on the other end of the message, mm-hmm. the, the request, can set their own boundaries in a polite way. And make their feelings clear. And vice versa. Yeah. What was the third question there? The physical aspect. Oh, the physical aspect. Built the emotional, but what about the physical? Honey, there's no way. You just got to let that be. Yeah. Honey, we're all in the same boat here. Yeah. And if whoever's on the other end of that doesn't respond well, then there's your... Then clearly that's not a something for you. All right. So there are our attempted <laughs> answers nick i hope that helped you life. some uh we have one last email and adina i think you got this yeah one. hello from molly in maryland hi molly in maryland how you doing <laughs> hello edwin and adina i've been binging your podcast recently trying to get caught up it helps me through some of the monotonous tasks i'm doing while working remotely i love that you're bringing shabbat into your self-isolating practice it's a great way to commemorate the week Adina, in the spirit of curries that you've been making, I would like to recommend Melissa Clark's Butter Chickpeas Recipe from the New York Times. Side note, if you don't subscribe to NYT Cooking, now's the time. They send you an email every day with recipe ideas. Edwin, I hear you about not eating meat. I've been trying to eat less meat, not because I don't like it, but but for environmental reasons. Meat and dairy production has a huge carbon footprint. I've been making more vegetarian meals, and this recipe was a hit. I made it for my highly carnivorous husband and father-in-law, and they loved it. I also made my own naan to go with it. So easy and another bread-breaking opportunity. I just want to thank you both for committing to this podcast. It brightens my day. I've also learned so much about Drag Race. I've never watched, but your recaps are my life right now. You're both so candid and open, which is incredibly brave. Thank you for doing this. And if you need any cooking or baking tips, let me know. Wishing you both the best of health and sanity as we all try to get through this together. Molly. Thanks for the recipe, Thanks, Molly. Molly. It looks like a good recipe, too. It does. We might have I, to add that to our queue of, of, of I guess. I think this is going to happen Friday. I don't okay. see why not. Well, we'll have to take pictures and then let Molly know Hell, yes. how this turns out. Yeah. Also, naan. Have you ever made naan? I have not made naan. Okay. Naan is an Indian... It's an Indian bread that gets baked in a clay oven, usually. Oh, I didn't know it got baked in a clay yeah, oven. Yeah, I think we'll be able to make it on like a skillet, like a really hot skillet. Oh, okay. It's pretty thin. Right, yeah. So that non-baking at home would def- will definitely be an adventure. But a fun one, I think. We still have to make our chips. We still haven't made our chips. We have not. <laughs> I'm uh, craving chips. Anyway... Molly, thank you. Thank Glad you. you're enjoying the podcast. Also, thank you for this recipe. Yeah. If you want to send any other recipes my way, I'll totally take them. Uh, there's our show. Yeah. Before we close out, Adina, do you have any recommendations for us? Um, I was listening to LMA or LMI. I don't know. L- L-M-I. No. E-Ella. Oh, okay. My. M-A-I is her last name. Oh, I don't know her. LMA. I okay. am probably butchering her name. She's a British R&B singer. I really like her. I like British music. Yeah. But uh, she's definitely got an R&B vibe. Oh, I'm here for that. Yeah. Okay. I've been into Lady R&B, so. I prefer Lady R&B, honestly. Yeah. I was blasting K. Michelle earlier. Is she, I don't know if she's R&B. I don't know. I don't, I'm not really good with genres mm-hmm. and who belongs in one, mm-hmm. but I was blasting K. Michelle. I feel like you might enjoy her. All right. I'll check she's her out. kind of soulfully, too. I feel cool. Like. Good voice. What about um, you? Recommendations? So I'm going to recommend... Well, I recommended Jungle to Jungle. 
um, oh, yeah. on Disney Plus. And then I'm going to recommend the artist, the uh, uh, the artist uh, Betty Who. Cool. She's Australian. I know, I've heard of Betty Who. Oh, she's lovely. She's a very sort of light and fun. Um, That's our show. Yes, that is our show. If you're enjoying our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and share us. Follow us on Instagram, Diaries of a COVID-19 Affair. You can email us at diariesofacovid19affair at gmail.com. And find, find some, some pleasure. Yes, find some pleasure. Enjoy your Sunday. Bye. Bye.